going to talk about and bring to your attention. But I'll tell you what we're going to do. Jackson's on the board. We're going to go ahead and get started. And uh, we'll get Bill in here and get him going. Get him going. We're on Facebook Live, too. I'll read that to you in just a second. But for right now, my name is Edmund Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC, and this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm Ed Bramer, your host, and this show is produced at studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach me and Bill tonight with your questions, comments, ideas, or text at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And like I said, you can also text, uh, send a text to that number. And our producer, Jackson, will be glad to read it over the air for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. You can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. And you can watch us on Facebook Live, The Edmund Lee Raymer Show, on WGNS. And also download the WGNS app. Take WGNS with you wherever you go. Listen whenever you wish. Take a listen to Angela Bingham. She's on every Sunday with uh, Simplicity. And just doing a great job with that broadcast. And uh, I did not get to listen to her tonight, but I talked to her out in the parking lot when I got here earlier. She's doing a great job. And, Bill, she said to tell you hi. So I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> Maybe I'll get on her show at some point. <laughs> Certainly talking to Mr. Bill Levine is back with us. Bill, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great, Ed. Thanks for having me back on. You know, campaign has moved on the road, down the road. So happy okay. to talk about where we are now. Right. Let me ask you, uh, you've never run for public office before. No, nothing at this level, you know, just within university or right. school. Yeah, You are employed by MTSU. That's true. I've been a professor of English there since 1998. Since 1998. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you are running in uh, District 37. And tell us what area that is because everything's been so cut up, What you know. It's not what it used to be. Yeah, I could take a half hour, but that's okay. not what you want on the show. Uh, easiest way of thinking about it, at least for Murfreesboro, uh, you know, you see Medical Center Parkway cutting between Broad and Memorial. Sure. So pretty much a funnel all the way up to the county line with a few important exceptions because we've got a wedge district now cutting out parts of Smyrna and Antioch. But also in town, I've got like a little... Um, I call it a connecting tube from MTSU, you know, west side of MTSU, up through Highland, uh, up through my neighborhood, kind of between Clark and Northfield, and that right. connects back to uh, Memorial. So, uh, yeah, you know, they, they carved up downtown pretty good, but I still have my faithful people by sure, uh, sure. campus. Let me ask you, how many votes, how many registered voters are in that? Do you know? Do you have yeah, the numbers on it? I mean, I could just Roughly. tell you about the last couple of elections in 2023. 35,000 or so people showed up. And of course, that was a presidential race as well. Uh, It dropped to about 30,000, maybe a little bit less, uh, four years ago. When, you know, you still had Governor Lee running for the first time in a Senate race as well. But um, yeah, you know, I've looked at um, data and there should be 80,000 residents in this uh, district. But, um, you know, I, I... 
can't tell you, you know, maybe even if uh, 50 or 60,000 are, are registered sure. voters. We're trying to get out a lot more people to register, of course, right sure, now, too. Sure, sure. Let me ask you something I noticed on... Uh, excuse me, I'll pull this over here. No problem. foot up here. <laughs> um, are we having a problem here? Because I noticed uh, there's a fellow on YouTube called Texas Paul. He's a Democrat, and he's out of Texas. And uh, he had to watch down there. They were purging voters from the rolls. Perfectly legitimate eligible voters. Have we had that problem here? Have you heard anything about that? And I, I know that's hitting. I, I, we didn't talk about that before you went on the air. But uh, it is something he says, folks, you're going to have to take voting more seriously. You're going to have to make sure you're registered. You're going to make sure you're good to go before the day ever gets here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, um, I think we've talked about this before, but we're actually doing pretty well in Rutherford County with a very uh, honest and responsible election commission and the commissioner, Alan Farley. And Alan Farley has done a great job. Yeah, and of right. course, uh, you know, allowing people to vote at different locations and we don't, uh, right. you know, close people off early, though. You know, I heard even during the... Um, what county commission elections we had at the top of August, you know, there were people lined up trying to get in at the last moment. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. think they had to take everybody online, even if it ran they a little bit over. They had some precincts that they were waiting on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, on that so night. Yeah, because we, we were up little... at election. We were up there at the election headquarters. Right. I remember you, too, at the, yeah. the party we had, at, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for the candidates afterwards and, you know, still waiting for results. But, yeah, I with my interest in getting more MTSU students to register and vote, I have heard maybe sometimes there's provisional ballots that have to be verified sure. with right. the student's registration but i mean if you take care of that early and uh you know register by that uh, four weeks before the election deadline i think it's like october 11th right. you know you shouldn't be um in trouble but you know i'd advise everybody to check your it should be an orange registration card if you right. you know believe yep. you're still registered to vote sure sure yeah um now where do you stand right now? What? How are you? How are you getting it? You doing it the old-fashioned way, shaking hands and going to meet people? Yeah, well, you know, everything is is kind of um, ultra sophisticated, and we've got all these uh, people trying to sell us election services these days. <laughs> so, I'm sure uh, you do. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to up the canvassing right now. I just did a little um, work yesterday afternoon around the Jefferson Pike. I think that north area of my district really needs a lot of um you know just recognition that somebody is running against the incumbent and the good news is that i have got some uh, interns from the political science department working with me student right. interns uh who you know really want to learn politics inside out Best which really eat, that they eat that stuff up Mm -hmm. They love it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that seems to have a trigger uh, effect, you know, or cascading effect. It's getting more volunteers. So right. canvassing yeah. really works the best when it's not just me out there. I mean, we really need almost like an army of people by the time sure. we get sure. to Election Day and covering as much ground as possible. So, yeah, we're going to do door-door -door knocking. We're going to do some print matter. But, you know, you also have to rely on text messages to uh, kind of single out which sure. um, segment yeah. of voters you want. And, uh, you know, maybe at some point, uh, we'll be doing phone banks. We'll be doing uh, direct mail. So, you know, events are really good. And hope to get a little uh, musical event together maybe next month uh, sure. downtown. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, just our forums have been really good. You know, sometimes I think that, that guarantees you're going to get people who are interested and want to be on board with you. So we're going to have some well, of those. Well, you know, I was really just tickled to death um, 
uh, I wasn't happy, but election night in August when we had our local elections here, because we took two or three seats, you know, some of the Democrats did, and I felt a lot better. And I think, I really believe this fall, I, I think we're going to see some, I think we're going to see some surprises that have come down. And I think, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think because of the Supreme Court decision on Roe, I think that's driving a lot, especially of women, and especially younger women, you know, to the polls, regardless of where they live. And, you know, and they're voting Democrat. Definitely. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely taking more time to speak with the people leading the attempts to um, at least, very least, would be removing the very cruel and, uh, you know, what, uh, exclusionary kinds of exemptions that the trigger law in the state has, uh, you know, kicked in now, uh, not even letting women who have, uh, you know, certain health conditions. I know. Uh, right. It's have, the most ridiculous thing I've ever Termination heard. of their pregnancy. Right. You know, trying to cut off all options unless it's really at the risk of the mother's life. And even there, the doctors who uh, terminate the pregnancy could are considered criminals, right? They're considered guilty before right. they're proven. They have to prove themselves innocent it's completely turning tables so they've definitely overreached even people who might be conservative on other social issues you know this was uh, an enshrined right for over 50 years i i was just a kid when it was passed roe versus right. wade but yes. to me it seemed really sensible you know getting rid of those wire hanger and back alley abortions getting right. decent medical care removing the stigma for for women who you know were not at fault at all for um, you know having an unwanted pregnancy uh some of these rallies we have women talking who you know are admitting out in public uh, were too young to have a kid they had to have an abortion but then they had four kids later right. on they weren't against having children yeah, yeah. it was just so but, the legislators yeah. aren't even thinking about the people as individuals you know it's just some sort of well, sweeping uh, moralistic agenda like yeah. to punish everybody like we've got it. a chance to do this let's do it mm -hmm. you know well exactly. just because you got a chance to do it don't mean you ought to do it yeah yeah you know? well, i mean cynical I, uh, manipulation you know, of voters that's yeah, what i think is behind last that. week when they had the um or week before last i should say now i had kelly on last week kelly northcote who's running for state senate here and she was at the uh, rally the day the, the law kicked in. Right. They had a, a thing up on the square. Kathy was up there. Kathy yeah, Watts. I, I got and, to speak, oh, too, there. You, I'm did you speak? Okay. And uh, this Saturday, there's going to be another event with the uh, right. uh, Planned Parenthood director. And I had called region. Kathy to ask her to give her an invitation to, to get on the, the, on the broadcast Sunday night. And she joined me last Sunday, as you know. And uh, some guy walked up to her he told her he was 30 years i don't know if you heard it or, or not um and she said Ed, can you hold on a minute? i said sure no problem I, I was in the car i had her on speakerphone no problem i said i'm riding and driving anyway go ahead and he got into a conversation with her and it was the most ridiculous conversation you know my father used to say something there is nothing that sounds more ignorant than a fellow trying to talk about something he doesn't know anything about you know Sound like a third or fourth grader trying to give a book report, an oral book report on a book they never read. Mm. Well, you're an educator. You're going to know. You've read the book 20 times over. You're going to know, okay, Eddie, sit down. You know, you're full of crap. Sit down. You know, I mean, it's so <laughs> simple. I mean, it was the most ludicrous. I mean, and she just kept, bam, just, just knocking him down left and right. I thought, man, you know, uh, you might ought to put the shovel down. 
because she's not only are you digging the hole deeper, she's going to bury you with your own dirt. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Bill Levine is here. He's running for uh, Tennessee State House in District 37. And we're going to have him here with us for the balance of the hour. And I'll tell you what, Jackson's going to take us to our first series of breaks. And you're listening to me with Bill Levine, Ed Raymer, right here on the Evan Lee Raymer broadcast. We'll be back with you right after this. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. back with Bill Levine who's running for house seat district 37 I want to I want to read you something now this was in the Daily News Journal this is an article by Ad, Adam Friedman I'm working on a story on payday loan and the title of this was uh, payday lenders a potent political force for years Carlos Restrepo operated like I said Adam Friedman with the Nashville Tennessee and of course it's reprinted here in the Daily News Journal as of uh, this was Monday, August 1st. Um, yours, Carlos Restrepo operated a small trucking business in Nashville until his insurance rates unexpectedly increased. In need of immediate cash and with nowhere to turn, 62 year old Restrepo took out a flex loan with Advanced Financial. It was easy, he said, before I used Advanced Financial to send money to my family. When I needed cash, they offered it to me, saying all they needed was my bank account number. But for Restrepo, paying back the loan was not so easy. He borrowed 2500 Bill, and the loan ended up costing him $14,000. <laughs> now, 
it goes on, and I want you to hear this because it's it. I mean, it's it's hard to believe. And now, needless to say, the Republicans have been on board with this bunch. Okay, now it's just that simple. Uh, I'm not going to read the entire article because it's more than it was about two pages. Um, okay. The state constitution was amended in 79 to give lawmakers the ability to control interest rates, and this is why the companies and owners of high interest or payday lenders like Advanced Financial, Checking the Cash, one of my wife's favorites, Title Max, and many others have spent millions of dollars building one of the largest lobbying machines in Tennessee, particularly since Republicans began taking full control of state government in the early 2010s. An investigation by Tennessean found that by using half a dozen political action committees, PACs, these companies have given Tennessee politicians $4.4 million over the past 10 years. Simultaneously, they've spent another $10.4 million hiring some of the nationals, top lobbying firms to adv- advocate for new types of lending laws and fight potential, potential regulation. Um, a loan can cost you as much. Let me get this. I'm going to be sure to get this right. Um, okay. Payday lender Advanced Financial, Advanced, Advanced America, which operates in both Tennessee and Ohio, and offers similar lines of credit between two states. The similarity ends there, though. Advanced America offers loans in Ohio with annual interest rates ranging from 90 to 125%, which is outrageous. While the ten in Tennessee, it offers similar loans with interest that can range anywhere from 200 to 460%. Bill. And I want to tell you, I did a little fishing around today, I think on a, a, a site, you know, that doesn't right. want this um, right to work amendment to pass, but they were even finding 1,900% interest. And these aren't really even it. loans. They're just like lines of credit that keep being extended. And the payday lenders are just expecting minimum payments from these people who are struggling. And then they're going to have to pay, uh, you know, compound interest on what's already there. So basically, exactly. they're in debt servitude their whole life. So do not believe those people in the Republican House who say they're saving Tennesseans. And they're, no, no, no. Yeah, You're they're exactly just right. they're not saving anyone money anything. From these right. uh, payday lenders. And there's, you know, dark money. There's PACs that are also coming in and, you know, lining the legislators pocket while they uh, charge exorbitant, uh, you know, death-like interest rates. They're never going to get out of their hole. I mean, the guy in the story may be at some point, but then they bring in the legal mechanisms, too, if these people default. I don't even know how that's profitable, but, you know, they must be suing a ton of people defaulting on these exorbitant loans who can't even make the minimum payments. Well, it says here, lobbying expenses follow a similar trend. These groups spend, on average, Mm -hmm. $579,000 $579,000 per year before 2012, mm-hmm. and then increased their spending nearly $1.4 million per year mm-hmm. after that. Mm-hmm. Quote, Spears, whoever he is, I, I saw in the story, but anyway, said, I think the industry didn't want to be visible, but when Republicans took power, that completely changed. Then it became a question of what they could get. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think that guy was uh, involved in consumer protections, you know, kind of like Elizabeth Warren and making sure we don't have extreme predatory lenders like, you know, Ohio tried to do. You don't lend to somebody if you don't think they're ever going to pay it back or, you know, within their income. Well, they have even tighter regulations, like, for example, in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, just the amount you could borrow even uh, has to be tight, yeah. The future Speaker of the House, which (laughs) I got to tell you, I don't know, I never want to be Speaker of the House. We had Beth Harwell here. And she was with us a couple times, once by phone, and then once she, she actually came down. Mm-hmm. And just a fine person. She's yeah. Republican, but she's a fine person. But times were different then. Oh, yeah. We we had sensible people in office. Yeah, she she's was a sensible person. You, you was, saw how she you know, was uh, yeah. hitting those commercials with uh, know. You know, the congressional candidates yeah. being liberal because you yeah, know, she you gave know. money to uh, Bredson or something 100 years ago, right? Future Speaker of the House helped. Uh, we're going to talk about Mr. Caston here, the former Speaker mm-hmm. of the House, here in just a few minutes. Sure. Profitable industry legislation. The process to to allow flex loans began with current Tennessee House Speaker Cameron Sexton out of Crossville before, and he's a Republican. Before he assumed the top position, Sexton, whose campaign account and personal pack has received nearly one hundred forty one thousand two hundred dollars from high interest lenders since twenty twelve introduced and navigated the passage of the Flexible Credit Act in the State House, which legalized the loan. Section Sexton declined to be interviewed by the Tennessean for this story. But a surprise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> just he was busy that day. I'm sure, sure getting was. Uh, you know, another payoff. Yeah. Uh, how much money have they given you, Bill? Oh, uh, man, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. I, I look at my opponent's um, Me and you would be contribution <laughs> list. And, you know, just in yeah. the last quarter of a year, he wasn't even running at the end of 2021. You know, thankfully, everybody has to do financial records. I'm not even making enough money to require uh, the state to look at itemizations. Right. Okay. And, you know, with this guy, Charlie Baum, who is is you know the office holder for uh, two terms now uh it's like a who's who list of special interests and uh, you know you have people like uh, advanced financial giving him uh 2500 you know the max he raised That's the about max right seventy five thousand yeah. just in that one uh quarter so you know you've got real estate you've got like big medicine and medical management uh you've got the big bankers you even have the lawyer who's defending the people who run the landfill locally you know how can you expect anybody in the state to take an honest stance on their uh Uh, environmental hazards if he's getting payoffs like that but yeah i mean i i think i heard in that article too uh the payday lenders are now either the top or very near the top um what uh, source Very of campaign much. contributions yes, and lobbying. You, you are and, you know, correct. lobbyists can put PACs together, right? That's one of their functions. So they can channel all this dark money uh, into, you know, their favorite candidates who are going to profit. I mean, I wish uh, candidates were required to provide their income tax returns, you know, see what's getting in here's the a, table here. Yeah, here's a sense of the flex loan law passed. <laughs> income for high interest lenders has nearly doubled mm. from 456 million to 831 million mm. according to data collected by the Tennessee Department of Financial Institutions um, the flex loan uh, re- accounted for 80% of the 669.2 million of total income for flex for high interest lenders in the last year tracked by this is just our state right and that was once you know it's kind of a new financial instrument right because those lenders used to just do i'll tide you over till payday it was a much smaller amount and they knew it would be paid off eventually or it would be um you know a loan like a a over against property right so uh you know there would be some 
collateral, right, that could be collected if somebody defaulted. But this sure. is like never-ending line of credit. People are just going to be in over their heads. And, you know, poor people, uh, people who are struggling, people who, um, you know, are of color affected disproportionately. But oh, I've yeah. heard they make a lot of money <laughs> just even on people who make like 60000 a year, but they're in over their heads with, uh, sure. you know, debt and they can't get uh, financial support from any other institution, so they have sure. to go with those sharp And these loans. places are all over Memphis, Tennessee, in predominantly black sections. Exactly. That's I where think they twice are. as many as McDonald's Twice as, ma- twice as many. It's unbelievable. Yeah, or um, Starbucks. You know, you think they're on every corner, but like where I live, Memorial and Northfield, I mean, they're lining the box there, and they have bright neon lights. They are like fast oh, yeah. joints. Yeah. yeah, you know, state representative, uh, t- state representatives like uh, rep- rep- Representative Darren Jernigan, who is a Democrat out of Nashville, says the legislation made it difficult to understand who would use flex loans. Mm-hmm. Quote, I don't think people knew what Sexton, the soon-to-be Speaker of the House, was proposing. Jernigan said he made it sound like another type of loan you could get at a bank and that it was a good thing. Naturally, he's going to make it sound like a good thing. Of course. And Nobody looked these people into bought into the... it. And, you know, as long as they're, they're, they're sending, throwing that money at them, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, this is going to have to be dealt with sooner or later. Yeah, it reminds and, me a little of the housing bubble back in 2010. Right. And, yeah. you know, they yeah. found out back then that a lot of these uh, subprime lenders were actually owned by the big banks like Wells Fargo. Sure. Oh, yeah. 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 So everybody's in on the take, I think. Yeah, it's the club. The everybody's a member. Yeah. You know, so, except I mean, me and you. Rather you know. than, um, you know, how, well, I'm sure houses will be vacated if people can't even afford to, you know, pay their rent or sure. much less mortgage. So there's going to be a large scale collapse on some level you can't just keep suing these people who default and you know uh stop yeah, who do you, who do, you ha- who do you go after when you have no one else to sue mm-hmm. i mean you know and i don't know um you know these are elected officials this is not good politics there's nothing good about this mm-hmm. these people i mean man i can recall some of my my uh, uncles and grandparents uh, some of my family lived up in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, I had an uncle up in there, and he ran a he ran a bar. They ran numbers. Okay, uh, you don't look like you don't know what that is because I know you. <laughs> oh yeah, well I come from New York, man. You know, I mean uh, everybody knew That's the candy right. stores yeah, had bookies yeah, in the sure, back right? you know, for sports sure, events you know, before this all became and, legal, like MGM was, Grand. Yeah, that was even more respectable than what these people are doing. Sure. 460%? Mm. Or 1,900% on, I'm even seeing with some right. of the ways. Interesting. And I believe every word you're saying. I believe yeah, it. Because yeah, I don't run numbers in them, my head, but that yeah, is very hard. The Republicans are letting them get away with this. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, just standing by, idly by. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. You know, you get a loan and, you know, if you don't pay it back, you know, you got to pay back your loan. You know. Right. This is just business operating right. for its, uh, you know, advantage without restrictions, right? Without regulations. That's the way they think. Lending analyst... Kiata Burt called flex loans the ultimate debt trap. Burt works for Hope Policy Institute, a credit union-backed institution studying borrowing in the Memphis area. "Quote: A traditional bank wants you to build credit so you can keep it can keep offering you more financial products. They want you to go from a savings account to a car loan to a mortgage. That's the traditional. You know, the bank used to in, in your day they frisk you pretty good." And, you know, they wanted you to be paid back. These people's goals, the flex loans work the opposite way. Quote, he said, Bert, Mr. Burt said, 
their goal isn't for you to pay the money back. Instead, they want you to be making small payments, never actually paying off your debt for as long as possible. Exactly. And they're Just, getting it. Yeah, incremental payments that, you know, never end. I mean, it's, it's hilarious in a way, but sad. So many people were objecting to the student uh, loan debt moratorium. But, you know, that, that was a similar scheme, maybe not quite the same interest rates. But, you know, you could have taken out a loan for, what, like 2%, 4% at good times. But then the company that originally uh, had your loan bundles a bunch of loans together and That's sells right. it to a subprime right. lender. And then you're paying yep. interest for the rest of your life you know even people who go to medical school they're not gonna well their expenses are higher than most other people but they're exactly. not going to make their debt yeah. back till they're in their 40s if they're lucky even if they don't get malpractice suits well you know and with the student loan program and some of the kids are getting some relief now because of president biden uh and i think was it some of the Pell grants they may get up to twenty thousand dollars in relief the people who are most now, uh right in there the, are people below the poverty uh, line yeah. our 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 children uh our son i've said before and a lot of people know this he's next 36 lauren's 30 their loans i think i'm pretty i'm pretty sure their loans are paid off i understand you know there is some bitterness about this i understand you know, hey, you know, I worked and paid mine off. You know, I'm not saying my children are not better. They, I don't mean that. They're very grateful for what they have, and they're, they've worked hard, and they've done a good job, okay? And most kids do. You know, I mean, you work with them every day. You've been teaching these kids for years. Oh, yeah, they're all holding <laughs> down. They're uh, wonderful. I mean, they're, they're here. Here's Jackson up here. He's a good young man and doing a good job. And, you know, he goes to MTSU. They come through here, and, and they do a great job. They, they make me sound and appear a lot better and smarter than I really am. And don't say anything, Bill. And <laughs> But, I mean, I get it. I know, you know, you can't. Now, I noticed a group the other day, and I don't know, we're going to talk about your campaign here in a few minutes, but, uh, and they were out here wanting to just relieve all student debt. Now, you can't do that. I mean, you've got to assume some responsibility somewhere along the way. You've got to. Yeah. yeah, and I think this program is just, you know, compensating for the way uh, financial institutions try to capitalize on money lending to, you know, what should be something that helps the public good, people getting uh, solid educations. And, sure. you know, when I went to right. school, I didn't pay more than about 400 tuition. It was a whole different time My and wife place. was like 350 Yeah, the state was I really think. behind, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, public education. Then, of course, there were, you know, financial catastrophes later in the various states. Right. But, uh, you know, you can't uh, predict who's managing the, the money or funds. But, I mean, I, I empathize with these students who need that kind of uh, debt moratorium, you know, entirely because, uh, you know, school shouldn't make you, uh, what, uh, constantly sweat where you're going to, you know, pay back uh, your debt if you can't get a job right out of the gate, if you're, right. uh, you know, not even sure in the economy, if you're going to, uh, you know, get hit with higher interest rates on your student debt. So, yeah, it shouldn't be somebody just capitalizing on you for, you know, the first 20 years of your career. That That's just absurd. And, you know, again, uh, these people who are in the legislature, they sometimes try to roll out the Bible and be religious. Maybe they should look at the passages about right. Jubilees, right? That right. was a moratorium yeah. on all debt for the sharecropper type right. of Right, and uh, I think yeah. in the old, in, in, in biblical days, every seven years, debt was wiped yeah, out, Yeah, it? exactly. Every seven so years, 
was that kind of built-in control over And I think uh, their pages got accumulated. Some of the Republicans, those pages are not in their Bibles, I think. I don't know. No, well, everybody cherry-picks, right? (laughs) Yeah, I guess uh, they do. Well, I never did. I mean, it's there. That's what it says is what it says. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, but... uh, and I don't think I ever saw the word Democrat or Republican in the Bible. I don't think. I don't no, think. I think you just have the Pharisees and you have the uh, Philistines. Yeah. You know, so you can't just tag those labels on whoever right. is convenient, right? Yeah. I know. Okay. All right. Um, what's your next event coming up? Where, where, where are you headed? Do you know yet? Do you know what, uh, as far as campaigning goes? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to get regular canvases going on weekends, you know, to get some more people in the adult community sure. to join me. And, you know, definitely had interest. I think this weekend is a combination of, uh, you know, weather being uncertain and then uh, people out of town. But, you know, I, I know we can pick up the people who helped uh, campaign for the county commission, too. So Saturday, I, you know, I'm not going to have a morning uh, canvas because of this event at the uh, Democrat headquarters where the head of Planned Parenthood is going to come down and do this kind of symbolic uh, whatever two miles for her 583 mile uh, walk across Tennessee, Johnson City. Right, yeah, she's walking across the state. Yeah, Yeah. so I'll I'll get a few moments to speak there, and you know, she wants to speak with me too, because we're going to try to get a campus event uh, together to make our our students aware that it's their delegation in Rutherford to the State House that not only voted for the trigger law, but co-sponsored, co-wrote these bills that made it kick in. Right. So the students should exactly. know the electoral process is their uh, property. They should be the ones picking the people they want to serve them. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think, um, again, Planned Parenthood is helpful, supportive of that. I know that the students I'm working with, they say that is their wedge issue this year. You know, they, they feel something has been undercut, taken away, a basic right, their opportunity. You know, they oh, they've got it right. Ambitious. Yeah. My students who are volunteering, enters, they'll want to be lawyers at some point, but not the type that uh, you know sues people who can't pay their loans back, right? right. They want yeah. to help their yeah. community. They uh, have special clauses that they you know want to serve the public with. So I, I salute them. I hope you know they keep right. going with that all through their career. I'll mm-hmm. write their recommendations. You know, with their sure. campaign activity. Sure. I mean, it's uh, you know, younger people are brighter than people give them credit for. My mother had always said, and she's she's gone. Mom and dad have since passed on. But said, you know, always remember, she really believed this, hang around these young people. They'll keep you thinking young. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Bill, most of our ideas don't pan out. You know, I never had an idea in my life. I didn't sit at the house on that coffee table and write it on a yellow legal pad. And at the bottom, I was going to make a million (laughs) dollars. Well, I ain't made that million yet, so. (laughs) But, But, you know. One day I might. <laughs> the clock is ticking. <laughs> but, you know, the, when they have a one that's a real gem, when an idea comes through, man, it's a beauty. It's something else. Yeah, they're giving me really good suggestions. Like, I never thought about these, um, you know, digital ways of getting that crowd, 18 to 24, with TikTok and Instagram. And also, I have good, uh, you know, <coughs> mixtures of people from different ethnic backgrounds. I did sure. canvassing with a woman who, you know, spent part of her time in the country, Jordan, before, uh, you know, coming over here. I guess uh, her dad had a business in Jackson. And, you know, you want to see those people um, really represent a full America, give everybody uh 
some participation in democracy. Uh, my other intern, she's uh, from a Philippine American family. She lives in Smyrna, and she told me they're having like every two years a celebration of all the mixed cultures that actually go into Filipino culture. Really? And she wants me to meet the leader of that group, though he's a Republican. She warned me, but you know, <laughs> he might let me. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm at least uh, going to hobnob with some people there. Well, you never and, know. Yeah, and you also I told know. her to look in her own backyard. I mean, if there's like restaurants, grocery stores, you know, I want to hear what the people, uh, like the table talk, what they're concerned about sure. every day. Get a cup of coffee, sit down, tell yeah. me what you want to yeah. hear. So I told tell you, I've been me, at MTSU since 98, and I'm really happy that we have more, you know, people from different places moving into Tennessee and, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, Very making diverse. the other students yeah. aware that there are people who came from different traditions and backgrounds, and, you know, we all got to yes, work sir. for our common goals. So that's, that's a right. great thing. They, they brought back the student Democrat group this year, so that's a good thing. I'll be talking Wonderful. to them in a couple of weeks. And, good. you know, I can't give a campaign speech on campus, but sure. I can talk about sure. how I became interested in running right. for office. So, you know, I think we'll try to ride some momentum with these upcoming events, definitely. Sure. I'm telling you, uh, things are changing. Now, folks, I want to tell you something. This man here, he's not a, he, he's not a politician. Okay, he wants to do what's right, and I beg of you, if you're living in the 37th district, look this man up, Bill Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E, and he is your Democrat candidate that's running, and he's not on the take. Okay, we want to put this man in office. I'm not gonna. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I'm a Bill Levine man. You know, now I can't vote for you, but. I can give you all the support here that I can. Yeah, and you your know. show has been good with my first appearance. You know, I got in contact with uh, Steve Reynolds, former congressional candidate. Stephen is fantastic. Yeah, all these people give me free advice. You know, people who work for um, what Bart is that Gordon. worth for you? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's. I mean, it's it's worth its weight in gold. You know, I respect so much. Uh, and, and, and you know, my my saying here is, you know, you're fed up with government. You're tired. You want to make a difference. Put your name on a ballot. You've elected to do so. Young lady that I rep- just have, I just have so much respect for her, and I love her to death, Mariah Phillips. Oh, yeah. She's done it three times, and bless her heart, she came close this time. Less than 40 votes. I'm telling you. More I mean, people need to show up. That's I know. You have got to show up. And this whole thing that, well, my vote really doesn't count, that is not true. Nonsense. The only election where that may not hold true is a presidential election because the you know, yeah, the electoral college. Electoral of college takes care of that. Yeah, okay, yeah. nothing we can do about that except do away with it. And, but I mean, locally, I mean, we are seeing races that may end up being divided by as little as five or ten votes. Well, one of our ongoing uh, uh, county commission members, Chantho Serino, you know, very strong right. backing from our oil ocean community here. And sure. I think the first time he came in, it was one or two votes, and he stayed in the whole time. I'm, sure. I'm really impressed. It's yeah. exactly, he's, and he's an unbelievable, unbelievable person, mm-hmm. wonderful fellow. And, you know, uh, it's just, you know, I, uh, you know, and, and we talk about the, the abortion issue, the Roe the row decision by the Supreme Court. Um, and, I don't look at it as a decision as much as just it was just the it was their, like their mandate that they wanted to get this done. Let's do this while we can. And then Clarence Thomas coming out saying, "You ain't seen nothing yet. We're just getting started." Mm-hmm. Talking about, I mean, am I going to be able to get a vasectomy? I don't know. You know, where does this where does this craziness end? 
Yeah, you and, know. and I mean, it's unfortunate. I've been doing my homework, as you know, you would expect me to do as a college sure. professor. But, you know, it's been going on for at least um, 30, 40 years. You know, you have the big money from the Koch uh, brothers. And oh, thankfully, yeah. they're moving a little yeah. bit away from national politics. But, you know, Betsy DeVos, the DeVos family, you know, Trump appointed all those people with money to right. his cabinet. And they had a really holy roller type of mentality from, you know, their background in Michigan with the Dutch Well, I can see with their fearless leader, Donald Trump. Well, they would be a holy roller bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. it's funny you know, that Betsy quit with um, the life. shipping magnet, McDonald's, uh, I'm sorry, McConnell's McConnell, wife, yeah, right, right. Uh, Elaine Chang, you know, like the last day possible after January 6th. That was even right. too much for them. But uh, yeah, you know, they, they had very good ground communications with these wealthy people. They were on to sophisticated uh, data management of how to manipulate people around gun rights, around abortion. You know, I mean, they might not personally have cared about abortion in the uh, Koch brothers uh, offices but they knew they could get people to support their uh, libertarian business agenda right no regulations right. no yeah. environmental controls low wages for workers wage suppression you know we're talking about a right to work right. amendment or constitutional um, inclusion for the people will vote on this uh, November so uh, yeah you know I think people were sleeping in a way uh, and not realizing how threatened abortion was with all the um, you know kind of right-wing judicial appointments, uh, filling up the courts with training grounds to tell exactly. somebody how yep. to uh, make these points. So, you know, we got, a, a, what, three justices at least who went through that training program and unfortunately will be on that court for a long time, right? Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, mm -hmm. and uh, Barrett. Barrett. So, yeah, uh, yeah you know, I, I, I don't like to mess with tradition too much, but if we can get a president who says we need 12 people on that court and you can start fast-tracking for, for some balance. Yeah, and I think it's time, I want to say this credibility. too, for that institute look at Curtis thomas's wife jenny i mean she's part of the insurrection oh, on january okay. talk about nutcases right oh yeah you got that right wife of a, of a supreme court justice and i'll tell you what i'll throw another in there for you <laughs> i think it's time puerto rico had some representation i agree they need a couple senators <laughs> dc too i think should be more than yeah. just a district yeah. or have a symbolic person given the size of that right. district but yeah i remember when puerto rico was even uh wanting to go for independence if they didn't get that kind of political representation sure. but you know if it worked with uh america against the british taxation without representation it should I'm work telling for you, it ought to work just that fine. territorial possession yeah mr bill levine is with us and he's running for tennessee house seat in district 37 my name's Ed Raymer with the Ed Lee Raymer Show. We're going to take our final set of breaks here. Be right back with you right after this. Stay with us. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. I want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615 785 0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full of fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. 
Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. All right, we are back. Thank you. That's our last break, and we're with Bill Levine, who's running for House seat in the 37th district. I district. I beg of you to get give this man a look. He's he's this is a good fella. Bill, you've been over at MTSU since '98. You said? exactly, yeah. And um, now, what do you what what are you a professor of? English, English. Yeah, they they brought me in because I had some specialty in 18th century British, but that's the right. long 18th century, so it kind of goes into the early 19th too. Actually, you know, kind of ends when you think about when England started with voting reforms. You know, to let Catholics vote or dissenters vote. Right. So, uh, yep. you know, they'd lost America already, but they were gradually reforming. <laughs> right, evolution <laughs> rather than that French Revolution. England always was proud they never had. Well, you know, in the 17th century, they cut the king's head off but that was a different story right? <laughs> okay. they were barbarians then yeah cool. all right yeah. hey you know um on friday's paper last friday um this past friday uh september the 2nd daily news journal this is a story by mariah Timms from the nashville tennessean reprinted of course daily news journal surprise arrest hint at fed's case self-surrender denied to both Cassidy and Cawthorn. they appeared in federal court in jeans and athletic shorts the clothing choices are a sure sign the usually sharp-suited pair of Republican operatives, former Tennessee House Speaker Glenn Cassida and his one-time aide Cade Cothern, were surprised when they were arrested early Tuesday morning at their homes in Franklin and Nashville, respectively. For many, the case echoes of the 2005 Tennessee Walt scandal, where a years-long undercover FBI sting, I thank goodness for those guys, into bribes for legislation led to dramatic public arrest and four current lawmakers and three other co-conspirators. Now, in legal years, other sitting lawmakers facing federal charges have been allowed to quietly surrender, self-surrender, avoiding handcuffs. The legal analyst, to legal analysts, the FBI raid offers useful hints at the strength of the federal corruption case against the pair. The foreign political heavyweights were arrested th- Tuesday on 20 federal charges. Uh, attorney David Rabin said they let you off... They let you turn yourself in if you're playing softball, becoming a witness, or pleading, said National Attorney David Rapin. Now, take a listen to this. You play hardball, then so do they. Okay. Uh, Their bribery and kickback charges. Cassidy and Cawthorn each face charges ranging from theft to money laundering, conspiracy on allegations of bribery and kickbacks in the state legislature. 
each appeared before a federal judge Tuesday morning in handcuffs and ankle chains. They both pleaded not guilty to all charges. I'll read this and I'll shut up. The highest charge for each uh, carry potential penalties of up to 20 years in prison and fines up to a half a million dollars. If convicted on all counts and their sentences are set to run consecutively, the pair could each face more than 100 years in prison and fines of up to 2.5 million. Bill, these Republicans have gotten totally out of hand. They're doing just whatever the devil they want to do. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Cassida was uh, such an egregious case of corruption that even the Republicans, you know, reached the point where they pushed him out, where he had to sure. resign. Yeah, he had to resign. And that dirty yeah. money, you know, I mean, people knew about that that story a long time before, you know, a careful investigation could really pin people. But, right. uh, you know, I, I have to say, as long as I'm on the air, my, my opponent, you know, he was getting uh, contributions from that scheme, from what was called the family first fund something like that and yeah, i remember that said particular story we right. have that very good coverage in the uh, tennessee lookout by sam stockard you know pointing out that that was right. when the bureau of uh, ethics and campaign finance actually had subpoena power because Catherine and uh Cassida were you know resisting uh calls for evidence right sure. so uh yeah that money was uh you know spread around right they were enriching themselves from other candidates setting up a phony consulting firm uh, you know, setting up people who didn't exist or the girlfriend. Yeah, you know, Cawthorn named it after himself, yeah, I think, yeah. or something like that, just so, uh, to keep their names know, out of it. I don't know if it was just quid pro quo, you know, you do me a favor, mm-hmm. I'll do you a favor, sure. where my candidate got, uh, you know, some of that money into his hands instead of just paying on the kickback. But I know that, uh, you know, back in March when my opponent tried to push through a uh, no-bid contract by somebody who lost a bid for, you know, what was the three billion share of uh, 10 care right that might have been the current speaker's uh or dirty deed right to have somebody carry out his mission to uh you know uh pay uh, the the medical uh, management firm centene which had a history of bid rigging uh for whatever their lobbying or you know i dare say bribery uh, sure. contributions right. right so um you know we have to get the corrupt uh, people out of there and i say break the weakest links in the chain it might take a few cycles to really get the kind of balance we want but you know i'm going to say i'm going to stay there if i get elected till i see the promised land till i really see politics sure. run the way it should be till, run the you way know, the it people should be you run. can't trust yeah. with money there should be independent commissions making sure they never get their hands on exactly. anything that could enrich themselves right <laughs> and you know uh, when you see our governor sitting up there with a guy talking about talking about the uh, uh private school situation and just cutting down our public school teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to public school. I I had a pretty good group of teachers. Now, I know that was many moons ago. But our children went to public school. They graduated from Riverdale High School. Went up through the through the ranks there, through the through the process. They hadn't turned out all that bad. I mean, these folks, you know. And, you know, if you drive by, and I'm sure it's true with you, a lot of these teachers, uh, say school starts at 8 o'clock, a lot of them are on the job at 6.30, a quarter to 7. Exactly. You know. They're not just, you know, well, you get three months for vacation. No, that That's not true. No, that's just not true. Now, in the old days, maybe it was. Back in, in my day, maybe it was, you know. But <clears throat> sports are now played year-round, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there's more regulations they have to uh, adhere to, too, in terms of, like, test scores. You've heard about that ridiculous new policy to 
uh, hold back third graders if they don't make a certain reading test score without taking any kind of context right. or mm-hmm. uh, input from the people who work with those kids into advance. It's, you know, you should never let the legislatures run their agenda. But with Lee, certainly it was all ideological, you know, and making money. Well, too, that's based on right, money. Right. It's yeah. the financial end of it. Again, right. The investment we, in those yeah. uh, ultra patriotic and pseudo religious charters that dumb down American history. Yeah. Make it all mm-hmm. about obedience to your masters pretty much and take out any kind of progressive sure. element or, you know, misrepresent the um, racial strife, obviously, that we've had over time. You can't confront that. You can't teach, right? Right. You can't teach yeah, honestly. They, they, well, what they do is handcuff them. They, exactly. You know, and the, you, that, you know, I mean, here's what I say to that. At what point does it affect you guys at the university level? Yeah, well, you know, that's what got me into politics. I wrote a pretty aggressive editorial in the Post right. back in March about the uh, divisive content bill, as it was called. And uh, that had some ridiculous, you know, kind of co-optation of trigger warnings. Like if a kid gets distressed about learning uh, about whatever civil rights uh, uh, suppressions, you know, that kid can complain. And I call him a kid because it is really encouraging, almost infantile, you know, behavior as opposed right. to maturity to really learn and confront the truth as appropriate to a certain age or grade level. But, you know, MTSU, average age of a student is about 25 years old. They should be able to handle that stuff. So to take funds away and fire people because they're trying to teach honestly how American history has been built on, uh, you know, divisive uh, uh, issues, hopefully heroic ones as well, that turned out for, you know, progress, for inclusion in democracy, that that was complete interference. interference that's overreach i'm running against state overreach on several levels you oh, know. no you are yeah, yeah you know. i know you are okay all right bill levine running for 37th house district um now let me ask you how will this affect your job as a professor okay sure. how will that work tell the people what you know because it will definitely have an effect on you. Yeah, I'm definitely. I, and I'm at this moment, even though I'm maybe three or four years out of uh, retiring from MTSU, I want to end on a high note with my best uh, quality teaching ever. So during the pandemic, of course, many of us, all of us, had to move to uh, online web assisted teaching. So thankfully, I have a, a very supportive chair, you know, ex military guy, and he understands that this is major public service. So if I need to shift my classes to remote instructions, I'll be, be able to do so. In fact, he wants to have an online English degree because we're getting more students who, you know, can't just commit to everyday uh, uh, class attendance coming down to Murfreesboro if they live somewhere else. So we can handle it, right? We're going to make sure that students are served you know, around what would be the legislative schedule, which is January to May. I think it's three days a week you need to be on premises, sure. but we right. can move my yeah. classes even to weekends or evenings if need be. Sure. I'll be there. I have my laptop computer. I'll be able to teach and be oh, available yeah, I'm, for I everybody. mean, you know, the world is a lot different than it used to be. Sure. I mean, you know, if you got a laptop and computer, you're, you're pretty well good to go, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, you know, and um, so... 
your next event will be next. Well, be you're going to be on the square. Is I'll be speaking Urban? Saturday at the the Democratic headquarters. Democratic headquarters they yeah. might be marching with the head of Planned Parenthood, so it's going to go down Main Street most likely. But I think that starts at about eight and is supposed to run till eleven or so. So yeah, right. contact okay. the party or ask me. Uh, you can go to my Facebook page, which is Bill F O R T and house 37 and that connects to my platform to my uh ballotopedia profile which tells people about all my positions and you know i want people to talk to me right i use that uh, as my gmail address as well so um you know i mean you're not hiding from anything you're you're throwing it all out no i want to talk to the people i want uh you know everybody who's concerned to be uh aware that i want to represent their needs that's how we canvass with people too. ask them what concerns them and we want to you know tell them what we can do about it well i want to tell you i thank you for agreeing to come up here tonight and do this to take time on a sunday night it's always been a busy week it's a holiday weekend i know but for for you folks you guys and gals that are in politics there is no really holiday <laughs> holiday right teaching now as well i gotta teaching get back well. on yeah, preparation right. you know, as soon as and, possible uh, yeah yeah but uh i appreciate you like i say i mean you know you've put your name on a ballot i never have probably never will but i'll try and help you up here as best i can any way that i can and uh you know things are changing bill things are changing like we said the pendulum has to swing the, the other way swinging. when people yeah. go too far i mean if even people in the uh house gop were saying bill lee went too far with uh you know endorsing the hillsdale college president's assertion that teachers are you know dumb people from dumbest colleges right i know i mean i yeah, how I can you even run for you know, political office? I don't know what he was even doing. Up, he, he's bound to have known what that man's position was. What was he even doing up there with him on stage to start with? Hmm. Well, there's a deal going on. You know, there's a dollar <laughs> yeah. sign somewhere. You think there's a dollar? Well, I think there? Steve okay. Reynolds even said Lee has some deal with charters that are building and need the HVAC people to come in. And guess who's going to get the contract? Oh. That? As if he doesn't have enough money already, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, he's a heck of a heat and air man, but I don't know about a politician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm well, you, he presses some do. people's buttons, but I think if they can see through the manipulation and phoniness and uh, yeah, well, drama, you know. We've got they, a good de- Democrat candidate running, J- Dr. Jason Martin. Yeah, yeah, and there's going to be an event with him, him next Sunday. In fact, yeah. we might try to tell right. him talk okay. to you on the and, show. Uh, uh, we fundraiser, to, actually, at Cannonsburg sure. Village. And uh, would love to have him up if they can possibly work in him. And we will have him eventually, hopefully. And uh, I've talked to his man, but it's been some months ago before everything really got up and moving. Because mm-hmm. the last really 90 days before election is when you guys are really hitting it hard. Exactly. Thank you so much for being here. Certainly, we appreciate I it. Bill Levine, he's your candidate for 37th House seat in the great state of Tennessee. Look him up. Go to Facebook and look up Bill. I'm going to tell you. You're going to like this guy, okay? Well, the Evan Lee Rimmer Show. Jackson, thank you on the board. We appreciate it. Doing a good job as always. And until next Sunday at 8 o'clock, I'll catch you down the road. Good night, everybody.